Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to another wonderful week in our Apollo Motorhome. <laughs> it is a different experience sitting in the motorhome and podcasting, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. And uh, we actually have got all the windows closed, mm -hmm. trying to deaden the sound a little bit. We got so used to being in our caravan and getting that sound. Uh, yeah, we hope really good for everyone listening out there. Uh, but we did notice last week sounded a little bit bathroomy. <laughs> Yeah, well, we weren't coming to you from the toilet, no. but uh, maybe we're just a bit more open here in the motorhome. That could be it. Yeah, I think that is it. And we're enjoying a public holiday across many parts of Queensland, including here on the Capricorn Coast, for the uh, show holiday, the ECA. The shows that do not go on. That's right. However, the holiday must go on because we live in Australia and we love a public holiday here. Well, I, I actually think win-win. I mean, it's been a long time since we've uh, enjoyed going to our local show, but um, definitely don't complain about a public holiday. Now, I think Australia is up there in the world's leading amount of holidays, you know, in line with employment range uh the actual amount of time we get off to the amount of time we work is pretty amazing isn't it oh well and as it should be i mean this country is incredible we need all the time we possibly can to get out and enjoy it i agree with you all right so this week we are coming to you from ferns hideaway wilderness resort we've been here for a good couple of weeks um however we did have a little bit of a break and that is what we're going to be talking about a little later in the podcast mm. the absolutely incredible ultimate island getaway of pumpkin island <gasps> on the southern great barrier reef oh my goodness yes where great begins yes doesn't uh, what yes and but before we we get into that we wanted to share a couple of other things that have happened this last week we did celebrate christmas in july mm. So good. Oh, so look, lovely. Play a Christmas carol any time of the year. And Jasper and I are singing along and smiling. We love it. We yep. love the Christmas tunes. Let's just say Michael Bublé is the unofficial fourth member of the Feel Good family. Yes. I look at Jasper and I say, shall we play the boob? And he's like, yes, Dad, put the Bublé on. <laughs> or Michael Bublé, as he says. <laughs> and we also uh, are getting to enjoy... A very Aussie campfire dish mm. called damper on a stick. So, so good. Again, another favourite of Jasper's who has requested this over ice cream, over chocolate, over any possible dessert option. He has asked for damper on a stick. Look, I think it's because it is uh, an interactive part of getting around the campfire that he can be involved in. Mm. My brother, Jeff, who has uh, featured in a couple of our latest episodes, uh, really has taught us this great idea. And that was passed on to him from uh, another couple of campers, Chris and Jeff. 
that he'd met also at Fern's Hideaway. And so we love it. And look, it's a really basic recipe. We've actually put that on our website, thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. You can see that recipe there on the blog. Uh, pretty well a simple damper recipe. What, what's in it? Oh, gosh. Okay, it cannot get any easier than this recipe. And if you do a quick Google search for Easy Damper, you'll see there are a number of different recipes that you can follow. And really, it is totally up to you as to your choice of ingredients. For this one, uh, Jeff showed us. He used self-raising flour. He used a little bit of sugar, precise measurements, obviously, and then enough water to make it to the consistency that you need that dough. Now, there are damper recipes out there that don't include the sugar, but include butter. Some include milk. So you really can decide which way you want to make your damper. You are going to get the same result at the end of the day. Um, we put a teaspoon of sugar in with approximately a cup of self-raising flour and again slowly adding the water until you know the dough starts to come off the sides of the bowl when you're mixing it around and that's when you know you've got that really perfect consistency mm. for the damper and then you're literally rolling it between your hands like a rolling pin yeah into and a then big snake yeah stretching it out and curling it around the perfect stick. Well, that's all part of the fun too. And I think this is why Jasper really loved this experience is because he had to go off into the wilderness with Uncle Jeff and find <laughs> the perfect stick, clean it up a bit, you know, then wind the damper. And you're basically wrapping that damper around the top end of the stick and then you hold that just literally over your campfire. Yeah, and you just rotate it every now and then, mm -hmm. you know, depending on the heat. The heat is quite important. So once you've got that fire really cranking and it's settled and it's not smoking anymore, really, uh, then you're just twirling it around. Look, anything between three and five minutes. The real joy in this is actually sliding that damper off when it is cooked. That smell of fresh bread, like a bakery, isn't that wonderful? It's amazing. And then adding what ever you like to it. I mean, Jeff uh, showed us how to basically fill this in with butter. And then we also used, in Jasper's words, the famous Byfield honey. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, just a delicious oh, campfire treat. Super easy, super quick. And I love, like what you said, Paul, twirling it over the flames of the fire. You literally can see it cooking in front of your eyes. So you can mm. see that, that dough start to puff up and harden and start to get crispy on the outside. So it's a very easy one to judge. You know, you're not going to overcook this thing. You're not going to undercook it. And just delicious. And we also, the, the previous week, had enjoyed right on the, the end there of July, Christmas in July, which was so wonderful with Jasper. And again, thanks to my brother Jeff for arranging decorations, Santa hats, and even a couple of presents for Jasper to unwrap. Uh, we had the fire happening. It was just wonderful. That's right. And we also had the pleasure of experiencing one of Fern's cabins so they have a number of cabins there on the property and it was so nice for that to be decorated and have the open fire going and just have a moment in the cabin to really I guess get as close to what a cold Christmas <laughs> would feel like minus of course the cold weather and the uh the snow 
alongside being a wonderful camping ground, all unpowered sites for any type of traveler or camper that you are. Uh, I mean, we were there in our, our Apollo motorhome. They also have five cabins. They're all air-conditioned. They all have spa baths. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all have open fireplaces mm-hmm. and... Yeah, multiple room designs, all these beautiful log cabins, like you're in the wilderness of Canada or something. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And it was the perfect setting for a Christmas in July celebration. Yes, we walked into the cabin and the Christmas tunes were playing and the fire was going. <laughs> Magical. Really wonderful. So Christmas in July, make sure that you add that onto your, your wish list for next July. We think it's a must for every family. Okay, we're going to take a quick break actually gives us a chance to spruik up uh, our website and also our YouTube channel. But when we come back, the ultimate island getaway, Pumpkin Island. Uh, you do not want to miss this. It is amazing. Subscribe to thefeelgoodfamily.com.au to keep up to date with all of our adventures and to access free resources and help you get the most out of your RV travels. And be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, to watch our weekly episodes featuring Australia's best destinations, family-friendly experiences, and travel inspiration to get you out there living your best life. The Feel Good Family, every Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. Okay, Pumpkin Island, my goodness me. Wow. We literally could talk about this for hours, but we won't. But we do want to give you an overview and the best bits. And before we get started, I want to share with you, this in such a short amount of time has become our best rated YouTube video Mm. in terms of the amount of views, the amount of comments, the amount of likes and love given to this particular episode segment within a time a certain time frame and you know around just how you shot this episode Paul and the way that you pieced it together in your you know production and editing you guys love it to give some credit to the location because it is a picture perfect island that the weather was perfect the ocean that is true Color of the ocean. The you can't wildlife. take a bad. You cannot take a bad shot no. on Pumpkin Island. Now it's located uh, in the Keppel Bay uh, group of islands. It's look about six hundred and fifty kilometres drive north from Brisbane to the Yapoon Coast, the Capricorn Coast. Uh, it is the Southern Great Barrier Reef. It's approximately fourteen kilometres off the the coast there from Yapoon. And something amazing about this island is that it has been awarded and recognised as Australasia's most sustainable hotel. Oh, it is so eco-friendly and we absolutely love that about any destination that we go, but particularly somewhere like this when you feel like you are in a secluded island paradise, well, because you are, of course, but 
What's awesome about this island is that the seven cottages that are scattered across the island, and it's six hectares in total, so it's only a teeny tiny island. You literally can walk around the entire island in just a matter of minutes, really. Um, they are all powered by the sun and the wind. Very cool. It is so cool. So as far as, you know, your footprint goes when you're going to have a holiday, this is one of those places that is so low impact and everything they do on the island from the recycling to the composting is about reducing your footprint. And it's being self-catering. Well, certainly the way we approached it was that we meal planned. Yeah. Uh, we knew that it had a, a full service kitchen within each beach cottage uh, and that it also has a private deck with your own Weber hooked up to the gas. And so we've really planned for what we were going to have, mm -hmm. what meals we, we were going to um, enjoy. And a great service is that the major shopping centres, the Coles and the Woolies, but also the IGA, mm -hmm. all deliver your shopping straight to the vessel yeah, which is amazing. And you quite literally need to take everything with you that you need for the period of time that you're there. But another awesome factor that comes along with that is that there are no restrictions on the amount of luggage that you are taking over with you on the Pumpkin Express. They account for the fact that you are going to have an esky, you're going to have bags with groceries in them, you know, so you do take everything over. But this is such a win-win because once you are on the island, aside from the occasional cocktail at the Sunset Lounge, which we'll talk about in a minute, you don't spend a thing once you are on the island. I mean, there are extra activities that you can participate in if you want to, mm. but it's, it's unique in that you're not spending money on a daily basis. So it becomes also a really affordable holiday. That's exactly what I thought. I mean, we can get a cheap flight to, you know, the South Pacific when traveling was available to us yeah. on, on plane flights. And you're like, wow, that's a bargain. It's going to be great. And then you get there and you're spending a couple of hundred bucks a day at the resort just to mm -hmm. keep up with meals and a couple of drinks. So I found that this version of holidaying was awesome. And not only that, it didn't matter where you looked when you were cooking, you had an ocean view that was turquoise water, palm trees and a hammock. Oh, ev so. every minute of the day you have a spectacular, <laughs> Amazing. spectacular vista to look out upon. So hands down, one of our absolute favourite places, I think, that we can say we've been, you know, over the 12 months we've been in the caravan, but also prior to that when we've been travelling overseas as well. Yeah, it's, it is a really accessible island to get to as well uh, with that Pumpkin Express getting you out there in about 35 to 40 minutes, mm -hmm. uh, a really great little fast cat journey. Again, great staff. The way they handle the COVID messaging mm. and they separate us on the boat and went through all the details around, I guess, what the expectations were from their business of their guests mm -hmm. was also reassuring and, and put our minds at ease. Yeah. And then we get over there and the staff are just beautiful, young, funky people that couldn't do enough to help you once we stepped onto the sand deep breath my gosh isn't this <laughs> unbelievably beautiful mm -hmm. but 
we felt so relaxed. We didn't even have to carry all of that shopping. Our luggage was delivered on a little four-wheeler ATV. They zipped up to the beach, onto the boardwalk, said hi. They put it all at the front door so that, again, it was, you know, contactless. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, just a a really great, seamless introduction to the experience as well. Absolutely. And something you just made me think about, Paul, is... You know, we spoke about, you know, hopping on a plane and going to somewhere like the South Pacific or, or, you know, any experience and you stay at a resort and there are staff everywhere, which is fantastic because they need to be. What I loved about this experience is that even though there are staff on Pumpkin Island and they are there for whatever need you have, you can not see them at all. Mm. You can literally feel like you are the only people on the island, they are not constantly there in your face, checking if you're okay. If you need something, you can get their attention and, you know, get whatever it is that you need. They'll open up the bar for you if that's what you desire. They'll light you the fire if that's what you desire. But otherwise, you literally can have a holiday and feel like you're the only person on the island. That's right. And it's a six hectare island with the seven cottages scattered around and far enough apart so that you do feel secluded and alone, Yeah. Um, some more than others. But with a maximum of only 37 people, I think, available to actually sleep and stay on the island, they never hit those numbers Mm. unless it's maybe a private wedding booking, which is pretty remarkable because you can hire the entire island out for your own special occasion. Mm. I think we might have to just figure out a special occasion at some point. Oh, definitely. If you had a close-knit group of friends uh, or, or friends and family, a combination of both, I think this kind of experience where you can own your own island for a week Mm. wow well and speaking of owning your own island i mean it is available to purchase yes actually it is for sale (laughs) currently now i've been told the asking price is uh, a cool 25 million australian dollars Hmm. i don't know just a 15 dollar lotto ticket away from it potentially that's not a bad price to play for paradise i don't think Anyway, we digress. Wow. Actually, on the owners, Wayne and Loreth, uh, a young family. They have three young children of their own. And I think that's why the attention to detail from a family perspective mm. was met as well. Mm, definitely. It just felt so safe. Yeah, and lovely, welcoming people, you know, just just really beautiful. And as you say, Paul, really focused on maximizing the experience for every guest, whether you're a family group traveling or, you know, a couple or a single, really, really beautiful, really caring. And plenty of activities for everyone. There's a a great kids play area Mm. for Jasper, which was great. The hammock directly in front of our private deck was a, a real joy for him to be able to swing in. He was even playing down by the water's edge. It was so calm and just this stunning island beach. Oh, at crystal clear water. And as you said, so safe. That was one of the biggest things for us is that we never once were worried about Jasper's safety. Mm. And it meant that he was happy digging in the sand and, you know, being waist deep in the water and playing and coming up and swinging on the hammock. And that meant that we could relax and, you know, sit down and have a conversation and, and not be concerned that, you know, we've got a 
be all over where he is and what he was doing. Mm. So, yeah, it was excellent. And then all of the non-powered water sport activities mm. are inclusive. <laughs> they had stand-up paddle boards. They have created these glass-bottom kayaks, which was great. Was I even so awesome. got the moon boot off and went out there with Jasper in one of those, which he loved while you were on the stand-up paddleboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's fishing, snorkeling gear. If you want to, you can hire one of their boats to zip around the island. Or there are other islands very close proximity that are wonderful to explore. Mm -hmm. There's scuba diving that can be arranged if you'd like to do that. And so there's plenty of activity. Walking around the island, there's boardwalk that connects the entire island Mm -hmm. uh, without steps, which I thought was really great. Yeah, it makes it really accessible. It was great for me too. Definitely. Um, And then at low tide, Little Pumpkin Island, which is right alongside it, can be accessed. You can even just walk straight across. How cool is that? I love that, that you can just walk across. Look, the the outstanding part of it for me was having the ability to fly the drone, um, not impact anyone, and capture outstanding footage, my best to date. Oh, I mean, I'll say it again. You cannot take a bad shot from it any aspect of pumpkin island it is just absolutely beautiful the wildlife is something that we also have to mention the abundance of bird life waking up in the morning and hearing you know those beautiful birds against the backdrop of that ocean just gently caressing the shore it was just spectacular now it is whale season unfortunately we did not sight any whales. Other guests on the island mm-hmm. did, and plenty of them. We did see pods of dolphins, yes. turtles, wonderful. And then again, yeah, the, the bird life, the ospreys. and oh, Amazing. Seagulls. Brahmini kites. Oh, it was just beautiful. wonderful to sit there and enjoy that as well. Now, your favourite place on the island, Kate? Well, look, I don't know if it was a favourite because it's hard to have a favourite spot when everything is amazing. But the Sunset Lounge is certainly worth a mention. And this is an open air licensed bar area with fantastic um, lounges and beautiful hanging chairs and a fantastic fire pit area that adjoins the bar. And basically... You tell the staff if you want it open and what time and they'll be there and you can order beers and wines and cocktails and non-alcoholic drinks or whatever it is that you like and sit and have the perfect front row seat to watch that sun set back towards the mainland over the ocean. Mm. Isn't, Isn't that a wonderful experience to have the sun setting in the west, but across the ocean. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. Because we are so spoilt for the east coast sunrise, but not getting to see it set over the ocean. So to be in that position where you could watch it rise up over the, the adjoining north Keppel Island mm-hmm. and then sunset across over to the mainland of oh. Rockhampton and the Capricorn Coast, wonderful. Just amazing. If you would like to see some of the incredible images that we took on the island, check out our Instagram account, particularly with the sunset aspect from the Sunset Lounge. Perfect. I feel like we needed a ukulele and some ocean sounds just playing under that whole piece because (laughs) I'm sure you're there daydreaming thinking, okay, how do I... 
how do I get to actually visit this place? So the website for them is pumpkinisland.com.au mm-hmm. and, yeah, get on and, and book. I oh, do. And watch the episode. It is absolutely incredible. Okay, next episode, we will be discussing the pros and cons, advantages, disadvantages of caravan versus motorhome. You're going to say like caravan versus motorhome. <laughs> in all seriousness, we have had so many questions and comments um, since we've been in the motorhome from all of our awesome you know, YouTube viewers and people who listen to us on the podcast as well. So we're going to answer them. We're going to give you our thoughts on it all. And it's really great if you are looking to get into an RV uh, or you're thinking about upgrading or changing or you've always just wanted to know, you know, what are the, the subtle differences, what what are the, the parts that are better or, or worse. We've really delved into that and we think that you'll enjoy that. That's next podcast. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We'd love you to connect with us on our social media and our website, all the w's.thefeelgoodfamily.com.au. And of course, you can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and YouTube. That's right, our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, with a weekly episode released every Sunday night at 6 30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and share with those you think will love it too. Thanks again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails.